we're back. Hello and welcome back to Reverse Psychology, the one and only podcast that you should know about, care about, listen to, and love. It is Dr. Mike, and that's it. Just me this week. You're stuck with me. Dr. Diana is at work tonight, and we are running out of time between recording and editing and getting it live. So we're going to do a quick mini-sode where it's just going to be me. And I thought I can do a quick check-in on how the week's been, a couple of reviews, a couple of informational nuggets, see how your week's been, and then we can pick it up in full next week. How has your week been? We are doing good. We had a big weekend. Diana ran her first half marathon. I was very proud of her. Yay! It's just me clapping in my living room. It makes me feel exceptionally lonely now. Uh, The weirdest thing just happened, which is proof that I should not be left alone for any period of time. I was walking through the house and there was a... on the door and I ignored it because I still go into a panic mode like I'm a child whenever there's a knock on my front door. So I waited at the door, slightly hunched underneath the window. And then I heard another, which is a telltale sign that that is a friend knocking. That is not a stranger. So I opened the door and it was this really like strangely paunchy man. And then a woman who she was in like, I think that it's called a mumu and a cardigan and, a, and hair that was done by mice in like a Disney movie. And he said, hey man, I don't need you to buy anything. And I was already listening. I'm like, perfect. I don't want to buy a fucking thing. And then he said, you just got to give me a thumbs up a thumbs down. I'm going to ask you a couple survey questions. I am opening a local business. Again, my hipster ears perked up. I'm like, I love local business. Give me a thumbs up, thumbs down on this so you can help me do market research on my business. And then I'm going to give you this card. And the card just said 20% off. No, (laughs) no brand, no store, just a one size fits all. Go wherever you you want, 20% off. And I go, okay. And he goes, okay, question one. Do you love America, which felt like a trick. So I just gave him a thumbs up and he goes, all right, high five. And I didn't high five him. And then he goes, here's your card. And then he runs back to his van and the lady kind of like toddles off after him. So I thought that's fine. That's like the weirdest thing that's going to happen. So I close the door. I throw the card in the trash can. And then I'm like walking through my house and then I hear the door opening and I look back and that man is carrying like a cartoonishly large box with like Korean writing all over it. And he's like, I just... I just need you to free up a bunch of floor space so I can put this somewhere. And I was like, bro, what the, what the hell is that? And he's like, this is your free gift. And I was like, I don't want that gift. And he got really, really mad because he had carried it all the way from the van. He's like, it's free. You just need to use it. And I was like, I thought the card was free. He's like, no, this thing is free too. And I was like, I don't want that thing. And he's like, you don't even know what it is. And I was like, and I still don't want it. And then I helped him push it through the doorway. And then I slammed the door. And I could hear him on my front porch yelling, Oh, thanks. Thanks. Oh, thanks. Thanks. It was weird. So that's been my week. And on that note, we have a couple reviews. So we have three reviews uh, from January 26th from Possibly Matt, which is confusing. Is it or is it not? You would be the one to tell me. Uh, The title is Reverse Psychology, which is good. That's why I know it's the right podcast. Serious psychology topics that are full of satire and information that make the long, dark drive to work pass quickly. 
have shared with many. Can't wait for stickers so I can tag all over AK, which I hope is the state and not the gun. Uh, thank you so much, possibly, Matt. I love that you're telling a lot of people. And listen, this is, I know that Diana sometimes is a naysayer. I mean this. Possibly, Matt, as well as everyone else, if you go on Facebook, if you send us a personal message saying, hey, I'd love some stickers, and you give us your address, I will personally mail you a little stack of stickers in a white envelope with your name and address on it, with a USA stamp on it. I might even write a little note on it. So possibly, Matt, put your money where your mouth is and DM us for stickers, and I will mail you some stickers. And that goes for anyone else, because I want some street team taggers out in the world. Okay. Oh, Zeus is crying. He wants to be on the podcast. Hi, Zeus. You're a good boy. Next review is from Burnout, but in a cool way. That is pretty cool. Uh, the, the title is Here I Am to Review. Some <laughs> five stars, kind of like uh, cilantro. You'd either love this podcast or hate it. It's fantastic. You either love it or it tastes like soap. I love it. And I'm determined to make everyone in my life love this cilantro. Thank you. I am a social worker and I'm always looking for podcasts to decompress after work. Mike and Diana's conversations make me feel relaxed and entertained all while still learning about the field. They're humble and humorous while being informative. And then they wrote, Jackpot, boy! Fantastic. Thank you so much. Again, if you want some stickers to stick on all the uh, the handouts you give to your clients, let me know, and we I will mail them out to you. And then the final one is from Sam. Uh, one-stop shop for psyched theme. And I, it might be longer. It has dot, dot, dot after it, but iTunes has cut it off. Ethical disclaimer. Thank you, Sam, for being above board. I know the host personally. That said, I think this is one of the best edu comedy podcasts out there. The blending of humor with hard, parentheses soft, science is great. It's like taking AP Psych all over again, but with much more informed teachers. Though we no longer live in the same place, I kind of feel like I'm keeping up with Diana and Mike through their hilarious banter. Back episodes really helped me get through last week's nonstop impeachment coverage, too. You're welcome, Sam. Thank you, and I miss you, Sam, deeply. You should come here and visit, and you can be on the podcast, and then you can give that review in person along with all sorts of topics. Okay, that was it. That was the reviews. Now on to the topic of the day. I want to revisit because we are finally out of the January blues and tuned to the February grays. So I want to revisit the topic of depression really quickly because there has been some news in the media about depression and what might be a common marker of depression. There has been this big, big push in healthcare trying to find biomarkers for specific mental problems and illnesses. What does that mean? That means that doctors, especially primary care doctors and psychiatrists, they would love to have a specific blood test or some sort of biological test that will definitively say, are you depressed or not? Are you anxious or not? Why don't they just ask them how they're feeling? Because that would open a Pandora's box of feelings. And a lot of these doctors just want to take your blood like a goddamn vampire. So there was some hope for these vampires recently that there was a blood test that would identify depression. They found that there is a link between inflammation in the brain and people's reports of depression. So when they found this, these doctors were like, holy shit, we found it, the biomarker. If we can only then take your blood and determine 
any brain inflammation, we can definitively say you're depressed, and then they can more accurately target the inflammation as a way to treat depression. So I was being a little bit glib about the whole, I don't want to ask you questions. That was the big push for this research was how can we better treat depression? And if depression was caused by your brain swelling, then ideally they can give you drugs to de-swell your brain or they can put ice, rest, compress, elevate, all the things that will help your brain to de-swell. In 2019, just a few months ago, there was an article published uh, by Anne Sandois, S-A-N-D-O-I-U, that said that there's a growing body of evidence saying that inflammation and depression are intimately linked. But new research is beginning to challenge this notion. Anna says that a 2015 study found that clinical depression is linked with 30% more inflammation in the brain. A couple years later, another study found biomarkers of brain inflammation in people with suicidal ideation. And other research have found that low-grade inflammation may reduce motivation to perform on daily tasks. So already, this, this is that compelling information they're talking about. Your brain swells, you're less motivated, you're more suicidal, you're feeling depressed. However, a new study challenges that notion. A team led by Eko Fried, E-I-K-O-F-R-I-E-D, a PhD from the Netherlands. He did applied network analysis to study the links between individual depressive symptoms, inflammatory markers, and covariates. All that means is he did this mass study looking at people's individual reports of depression, signs of swelling, and then other issues that they may be experiencing. While he found that there was a tenuous link between brain inflammation and depression, he found that it's much better explained by things like BMI, smoking, drinking, other problematic health behavior. BMI, your body mass index, basically saying that the heavier a person is, the more weight a person is carrying compared to their height, the more swelling there's generally going to be in the body and the swelling that's going to be in the brain. Also, smoking, tobacco, drinking alcohol, other problem. Not a goddamn episode can go by without these dogs barking. There's literally no one outside. Guys, I appreciate you keeping me alive, but I want to point out that when that dude came in with that box, you didn't bark once, but a horn two and a half miles away honks, and you're all up in arms. You guys need to recalibrate. You should be embarrassed. So anyways, overall, they concluded the relationship between depression, inflammation, and covariates is likely highly multivariate, multicausal, and warrants further investigation, which is soft language, basically saying that we don't know yet. But what that ultimately means is that there's not this direct, clean, one-to-one relationship with brain inflammation and depression. One way to make sense of this, depression acts as a stressor. You feel depressed, you feel more lowly motivated, you are struggling to get stuff done. We tend to engage more in what we call avoidant coping. So things like unhealthy lifestyle changes, reducing activity, poor diet, binge eating, things that will help us feel better in the moment but not, might not make long-term sustainable change. This then in turn increases brain swelling and then increases those brain biomarkers. What doctors might be identifying in our blood testing of this inflammation is more just the auxiliary problems that depression causes, bad diet, low exercise, things like that. 
the study's lead author then comments on the findings in the context of the importance of the, the, the medical community on identifying biomarkers. They say, over the past 30 years, scientists have been looking for biomarkers for depression, hoping to answer the question, can you also measure depression by testing someone's blood? Instead of conducting extensive diagnostic interviews, psychiatrists could test someone's blood. No clinically useful biomarkers have been found so far. And one of the remaining hopes, inflammation has been largely refuted as well. How do we tie this into the larger picture of depression? And I'm going to try to keep this an actual mini episode. So I only have like 45 seconds left. Right before this, I Googled because to be completely honest, I couldn't remember exactly what the article was called. So I was Googling all sorts of different words. And one thing I stumbled upon was depression gut biome. Gut biome is your gut bacteria. And we had talked about it before in terms of autism, but if you Google those words together, you're going to find so many articles talking about how you can cure your depression, you can cure your anxiety by eating probiotics, increasing how much bacteria is in your tum-tum. The issue with that is a lot of this research is anecdotal and it's not really strong. The last article I read, I'm not even going to directly cite the article because it was such garbage. It was written by a PhD, which makes me embarrassed to also be a PhD. But the person cites this research on rats, which that comes from a good plate. Research in rats where they artificially uh, manipulate their gut biome and they find these behavioral changes. Yes, interesting, can't always be one-to-one related. The researcher then goes to make this huge leap saying, I've started eating probiotic yogurt and I feel great. End of article. It wasn't an empirically supported article. It was an op-ed piece, but also that is weak as shit. So anyways, that is the big issue with this, uh, the inflammation idea and the gut biome idea. You can, you're going to find all these research, quote unquote, research articles, but more importantly, opinion pieces saying, increase your gut biome and you're going to feel less depressed because the better your gut biome, the lower swelling you have in your body. And the more you take anti-inflammatories, the less swelling you're going to have in your body. And then you're probably going to feel less depressed. Research showing now the link, the correlation between depression and inflammation, especially inflammation of the brain, much better explained by other lifestyle markers. Shit diet, no exercise, smoking, drinking. So instead of eating bacteria pills, maybe go for a jog, have a healthy meal, smoke a little less, drink a little less, have a glass of water, get some sunshine, basically treat yourself like a houseplant. Not only will you probably feel less depressed, but maybe the inflammation will go down. That has been a fun, maybe informative, I don't know, mini episode on depression and inflammation. Next week, Diana should be back and we are going to pick it back up. We have some great topics coming up. We have some fun guests coming up. And if anyone has any thoughts, questions, concerns, please email us at rev.pschcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Reverse Psychology Podcast. If you want stickers, send us a direct message with your address. I will get an envelope. I will write your name down. I'll write you a little note. Maybe I'll draw you a little picture or something, and it'll get mailed out to you. No questions asked. Some questions maybe like, where are you going to stick it? And Oh, that's disgusting. Take that out was what Diana would say. And I would say, I didn't mean it that way. Anyway, if you like the podcast and you haven't given a review yet, please, please, please give us a review. I'm begging of you. That's going to be the best way to get the word out, to get people listening, 
the larger the audience, the more fun it is, the more interactive stuff we can start doing. And thank you. Thank you for the kind words and the interaction. And you guys are fantastic. We love you all. And from me, from Zeus and Zoe, who are acting very cranky, and from Diane, I'm sure, wherever she may be in this wild, wild world, I love you. (laughs) Oh, <laughs>